Ahoy, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Mariner Minute Podcast. I am your host, Chris Perk, Athletic Director at Homer High School. In this episode, we will tie up with student body president and dynamic debater, Larry Dunn. But first, the drama, debate, and forensics team continues to meet and compete over Zoom. They have a meet this weekend versus the Southeast Schools. The cross-country ski team received some good news as they get to wax those skis and start practice on Monday. If you're interested in skiing, give us a call at the school. And now it's time to hear from senior Larry Dunn. All right. Well, welcome, Larry Dunn, to the Mariner Minute podcast. How is your day going today? Hello. It's it's going all right. I had some early morning jazz band, and then I've been doing some homework and having a pretty good, relaxing day so far. Oh, that's great to hear. And in jazz band, you are playing the trumpet. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. And how long and when did you when did you start and how did that process go of getting getting into the trumpet playing? Um, I picked up trumpet when my family moved here at the beginning of sixth grade and I've been playing it ever since. Now you're also our student body president, is that correct? That is true. What has been the best part of being El Presidente? I don't know, just like representing what the students want and trying to do good stuff for the school. Just recently we um, passed a resolution and then I brought it to the site council to make it so that classes like the class of 2021, class of 2022 are now going to rotate through a different hall each year and each physical hall is going to be designated as the freshman, sophomore, junior, senior hall from now on, which I think is going to be a good change for a bunch of reasons. Well, interesting. And I think that's how it was when I went to high school. And then at some point when we got the bigger lockers, yeah. and I think one of the classes was like, oh, we're seniors, we want the big lockers. And then all of a sudden you get in a new class and where do you put them? So I guess from an organizational standpoint, I think that that'll, that'll pay some benefits. Wow, that's a great initiative there, Larry. And, uh, and thinking about our school in general, well done. Yeah, and I just saw that it looks like Navaya Reed, one of our students, just mm-hmm. is filling. Is it she's filling your spot, or was there another uh, representative so, in between? So, so right now I am the OSOG Alaska Association of Student Government Executive Board Parliamentarian. So I'm in charge of elections, the Constitution of Bylaws, parliamentary disputes, and all of that. And Navaya. Um, just ran and was elected to the region three representative position, which covers the Valley and the Kenai Peninsula, I believe. That's great. We're pulling a lot of power now with oh, you on the board. And then I'm also the president of the region three athletic directors. So we'll have to caucus them and see what else we can uh, pull off before you graduate. What are some things that you've learned in the last a uh, few months uh, regarding COVID-19 and is there anything that's been all of a sudden you're, you're, you've had to kind of navigate or figure out? Mm. Well, I think figuring out how to like entertain and be happy with myself like alone is definitely something. I mean, I've always been a relatively introverted person, but definitely that. 
That's a really good point, Larry. Yeah, I find, yeah, we're supposed to be socially isolating, and yet that's not what a human, most right. of us, you know, seek social social activities. And that's a great point is, yeah, having to find ways to entertain yourself, uh, finding new hobbies. Uh, this podcast for me has been a delight because, again, it's something I can do by myself. Uh, but yet socially interact with uh, students at Homer High School. Yeah, no, the internet's been an absolute lifesaver in that regard. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What are some of the great memories you have of growing up in Homer, Larry? Uh, you guys moved here when you were how old? So we moved here from Antioch, Alaska, which is like a 500 person or so village in the Bethel chain of villages. It's a little bit southwest in Bessel. Well, we moved here from there at the beginning of sixth grade for me. Yeah. And um, we've been we've been coming here for summers ever since I was a little kid because my dad has a cabin across the bay that he's owned for decades. And I have some very, very good memories of being over there with my family and friends. Well, we love to talk pets on the podcast. And so far, everybody on the podcast has a pet. Tell okay. us a little bit about yours, Larry. Um, so my dog is Spike. He is an unabashed village mutt, but looks to be primarily husky, husky and German Shepherd. We we adopted him, I believe, a couple years before we left Antioch from a family who was going to have to put him down just out of economic necessity. And he is he is the sweetest dog I've ever met. I he's never bitten anyone i can't remember the last time he ever like aggressively barked he's he is he is an amazing dog we love him very much yes he is a role model for all dogs and we love it when daisy can hang out with spike because he is very tolerant of her activity level and and i just hope someday that daisy will inherit some of those spike qualities He's getting to be a little bit more of a grumpy old man now, but you know. <laughs> no, don't we all? Well, Larry, tell me a little bit about what it takes to become a national merit semifinalist. And I heard from Mr. Story, potentially you might even be advancing to the finalist round. What does that entail? Um, well, as far as finalists goes, I think everyone does as long as you fill out the application and get confirming SAT scores, but um, really just practice, primarily practice tests. Khan Academy has a really, really great SAT practice program that I used a lot and really enjoyed. But um, I think the most important thing is taking, not just taking practice tests and taking practice questions, but going back over it to figure out why you got it wrong and being honest enough with yourself to actually get down to why you got it wrong. Like not just saying, oh, well, I got that wrong because I misread the question, so I know it, so it's fine. Like taking the extra step of, well, since I got it wrong because I read the question, I need to have some new test-taking strategy wherein I underline the important parts of the question or I read it twice or I go back over it or somehow just like being honest and honest and constructively critical enough of yourself to actually improve on your mistakes, I think is the most important thing there. 
Yeah, a little self-reflection uh, never hurts, that's for sure. And especially moving forward, we were teaching our freshmen a bit about some of the things successful people do. And one of the things brought up was, yeah, reaching out, asking questions, and, and not being afraid of, of, you know, you could call it criticism or self-improvement, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely ways to improve is, is a big piece of that success. So now that you've got your name out on this list, I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of college options. Have you made a choice yet or, or what are we narrowed it down to? Um, the lack of clarity of what the world is gonna look like in September means that I definitely haven't made any, de- any like decisions yet. But um, I believe that my top choice was Princeton, but they didn't have an early action program. So I submitted my early action application to Harvard last month, and that decision should actually be coming back in the next week or two. And then I'm going to be applying to, even if I do get in, I'm going to apply to a bunch more places, regular decision. I'm probably going to apply to, I'm probably going to apply to UAF, a couple wooey schools, Princeton, and maybe a couple others because you never know like what different schools are going to be doing and where I'll be able to go or if I'll be able to go to school. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Very in limbo. As well, that's sure. great. It sounds like you have some great options and I like how you kind of, you know, strategically, yeah, something in state, something close by, something way out uh, east, if it all looks like it's a good time to go do that. And I can tell you, Princeton has a really good wrestling program. So I would support you being, being at that school and giving me some intel on what's going on in their mat room. They also have a very big political science program, which is what I was personally looking at. But <laughs> Yes, I bet. Well, speaking of political science, and uh, you are a member of the DDF team, and in your eyes, what does it take to excel in a debate, which I think is one of your stronger events? Is that right? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I, I don't want to sound repetitive, but I think, again, being able to criticize yourself and take criticism is absolutely paramount. Because I one of, one of the greatest frustrations of debate is subpar judging and when you have stuff like that it's it's or just like lay judges it's not enough like with the psat it's not enough to say oh well they didn't understand my argument you have to say well why didn't they understand about my argument what about the layout what about the presentation what about the argumentation made it so that they didn't understand it because the fact of the matter is they didn't understand it and if they didn't understand it it's likely other people wouldn't either and the point of the and the point of debate is to become a more persuasive, argumentatively proficient person. So you need to incorporate those things. But yeah, so A, a willingness to self-reflect and improve, which kind of goes along with humility. And then B, I would say a real like passion and curiosity for find, for hearing about new ideas. Wow. Yeah, that's great uh, vision, Larry. And what are some of the fun parts of being a member of the DDF team at Homer High School? Oh, um, DDF trips up to Anchorage are always just such a blast. And then always, I 
I, I think I more than most people really just like enjoy the activity and intellectual stimulation of actually like being in debates. I, I, I just love like the viewpoint diversity and exploration of ideas that I get from debate. Like I've, I've learned so many things and thought about things from perspectives I would, would never have thought of them from if it weren't for debate. But yeah, of course, also the team aspect is just incredible. And also meeting and hanging out with and networking with kids from other schools is also really, really cool. Well, many of our activities right now, I like to call dead in the water. And DDF, of course, has been able to continue to navigate the course. Yeah. Uh, how, how if a student maybe is like, man, I want to get involved in something. Is it too late? And if they wanted to get involved in DDF, how would they go about doing that? Um, it is definitely not too late. We are probably going to have, um, we have a tournament coming up this weekend, which actually is hosted by Southeast Alaska. We have debate events, we have speaking events, all sorts of acting stuff, and it's, it's, it's really great, and I encourage almost really anyone to join. It, it makes you a better person. And way. I've always enjoyed going and attending our uh, night of DDF at the high school and humorous interpretation, things like that I always get a kick out of. But uh, one uh, gentleman that I've been teaching is Mr. Spencer Coe, and I have a <laughs> sneaky uh, suspicion he's going to be our next great debater. And what help me like fill this vision that it's going to happen. I, I think one of the most impressive things about Spencer is his his speaking. He's very, very measured and articulate and persuasive. You know, kind of like kind of like how Obama was when he was president, you know, hearing him talk was just so soothing and nice and <laughs> made you feel like everything was going to be okay. And not, not to, this is an apolitical, well, is this an apolitical space? I don't know. In any case, I, Spencer is a very persuasive, measured, articulate speaker, and also just grasps the argumentation really well. Yeah, I see those same things uh, in our classes when we Zoom, and he is spot on, just, he's, again, he puts himself out there. He's not afraid to uh, ask yeah. questions, ask for clarification, give a response. And yeah, those things that you just mentioned that I see in him also, it's like, wow, this guy, yeah, look out. I can see him doing some great things in the next couple of years. Now, it seems that DDF is kind of a family affair. I see your mom is a coach. Your dad represents the Booster Club, but we haven't gotten Leah on board yet. And so I'm just curious, what's going on there? Oh, I she she's more of a visual arts rather than speech and debate person, I think. You know, we all have our own passions. Do you have any memories at Homer High School? Uh, you mentioned a little bit about DDF and student council. Do you have anything else that you can think of that you'll probably take with you for a few years? Um, I have a lot of good memories last year of pep band and student council and all that stuff with Asa and Emma and all those other people back when we had actual school, <laughs> the glory back days. Back in the day, right? Back in the day. Well, it sounds like potentially uh, moving forward, there was a date of January 19th. 
I and heard. potentially Homer High School will have some something going on again uh, in the in the school building, and we don't know exactly what that'll look like. They're calling it, you know, half half and half. Right. right. We don't know if it'll be a week on week off or two days on two days off yet we haven't made that decision but it does sound like as a school district they're hoping to get you guys back in the building uh, mid-january is there anything larry that you wish you would have known uh advice or anything before your senior year is there something you've been like ah that would have been nice to to have been aware of i mean i before i started senior year i guess um don't take the the good times for granted you know yeah i mean the one thing that's that we know right now is that life is pretty unstable and uncertain are the two words that i heard today and i feel like that those two words really do describe the situation we're in and and it you just have to know that that's where we're at and so yeah normal yeah taking those good days that we could considered as normal for granted. Well, what are some ways that you've been able to stay on top of your A game during this remote learning? What are some routines or strategies that have helped you be successful? Um, I've got two things, one of which I follow and one of which I don't. Um, <laughs> um, the biggest thing I can tell students is do not go to Zooms from your bed you need to have a separate workspace that isn't your bed to do school from. If that's like sitting at a desk in your room, if that's going and sitting in the living room or in a different room or wherever, but you like need to be, be sitting in a chair, like at a table somewhere when you do your Zooms because sleeping and working in the same place is not great. And also just, I, I promise it will make you so much more productive and it'll make your life so much easier and it's a small step, but it really makes a, a, a huge difference. Um, and the second thing, which I, I do sometimes, but not all that often, but I know I should, is um, every day when you wake, wake up or before you go to bed the night before, write down three goals for the day. And then before you go to bed at night, go back over those three goals and see if you accomplished them and see what you should have done to accomplish them if you didn't. Oh, wow. Well, those are great uh, suggestions, Larry. And Well, that's awesome, Larry. I'm so happy when I got really excited going through the potential questions and, and getting to, to tap into you. You're such a well-versed speaker, and I hope someday to gain some of, some of your humbleness and ability to put words together. Yeah, it was great coming on the podcast and talking to you. All right, Larry. Yeah, good job. We'll see you later. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye -bye. Thank you for joining us for Episode 6 as we heard words of wisdom from El Presidente, Larry Dunn. Tune in on Monday as future collegiate baseball player and designer of the Mariner Minute podcast artwork, Harrison Metz, will join us in the dugout. May your day have fair winds and following seas.